This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Plus. Back and better than ever. Hembo. Bye-bye. Hembo. Nuno. Bambo. Hembo. Jay Hood. Hembo. Chris Black. What a great, what a great night. Shoot. What a great night. Now, you know, I don't know if you know this. What's this? I don't know if you know this. What's that? What's that? Greeny greeny today. I don't know if you know this. What's that? But my wife is from Chicago. (laughs) So I am a de facto Bears fan. Every day. And And you went to Northwestern. And I went to Northwestern. I covered the Bulls. Me and Michael Jordan, like this. Scotty Pippen, like this. Trust me, we did not F our summers up. Okay. Yesterday, yesterday was a great, great night. Great night in the Greeny household because not only, not only, not only did. The Patriots lose because, yes. as you know this, I'm a Jets fan. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes. The S stands for soup. Yes. Yes. But the Bears also won yes. in great fashion. Yes. And so the wife's happy. Happy wife, happy life. Yes. And today is not a one, not a two, but again, a three-soup day as it is a Bears and Jets victory Tuesday. Uh, Rob Nikovich is in with us from Get Up and as well as Dominic Foxworth to help me out here. <laughs> uh, Black and Abdallah. Bop, 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 bop. What's, what's up, up fellas? Oh, Victory Tuesday. Oh, Let's go. Up. You guys know what's oh, up. That, that's a hell of a win, man. Listen, I haven't stopped wrong, smiling. You were wrong. I was wrong. You were wrong. But that's the best thing ever. It's yes. the best thing ever to you be wrong about was, yesterday. Oh, you know the Hold Patriots on. On the, covering the eight and a half is the single most bet on play this season in the NFL at Rivers. Well, no, I mean, listen, it would be closer than the experts think. But technically, I, I, I don't want to step on, on any toes, but can I get some credit for the, the picking the Bears and the points pick, yesterday? You did, I know, you I did know say that, closer than uh, the experts Snorling think. on the other side is the only one in the city that took the Bears and the points. It, am I okay to take the Bears and the points Dead yesterday? Because I, I said closer than the experts think. You did. You did, but it we'll, wasn't we'll close. We'll give you credit for oh, that. All right, because I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to start something. If, if, it wasn't if close, I'm not the only one. It was not close. So no credit. No credit. It was not close to the experts thinking. And also, you were not on the bottom line with the picks. You, there was no WL for you down here. So, so sorry. Yeah. When, when, Maria Taylor, what do you think? When it got to 14-10, the biggest series of the year was going back down the field oh, in yeah. four minutes and yeah. getting a touchdown. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought, oh, God, they'll get a stop well, or a turnover. It'd be 21-10. See you later. The, the, big, the big thing for me was the turnover at the end of the second half where you scored three times in a row. Because when you get the ball back in the second half, you always try to go two for one. Now they only got they got the touchdown and two field goals, but still scoring Points. three times in a row in a game where everybody kind of thought it was going to be lower scoring, it was going to be like, you know, 21 to 10 or something like that where points will be and very important. It was extremely important to go and score three times in a row. Well, Especially also that put field a stop goal to that the gave you a nine-point yeah, yeah. nine lead. Yeah. You're like, okay, two scores. Yeah, it's I'll take good. it. And really I did good. think, er, see, earlier in the game, I was kind of upset where it looked like Getze did kind of give up on a, a third and I believe it was eight or nine, and then they just ran the ball because they were in field goal range. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, be conservative, get the points, and then obviously you stop Mac Jones a few times, he turns the ball over, and then Zappy just comes in like, oh, crap. <laughs> that, this is going to suck. Zappy, how about that? So about- the, the objective position of, of watching the Bears and the Bulls so on monitor two in the hood cave, I've got the bulls and I'm like, so like I was happy that the bears were up ten nothing on on screen two. I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Down nineteen. Like, what yeah. is this now? Right? 
But that 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 had violent swings in that game. The uh, the Bulls and the Celtics. Forty two point swing. Yeah, yeah. Well, give credit to the the lineup of Caruso and uh, uh, let's see. It was um, I O was four Jones, for four it was from three. Mm-hmm. and it was Zach. Zach was out there with the second unit, and they were doing damage in the How second about Vooch quarter on his birthday. Twenty three yeah. rebounds. Well, yeah. Javante Green. Isn't that exactly what we need from Vooch against the other top teams Be a in the force Eastern Conference? Inside. Play like an all-star, and when like I get it, their center's out Five with injury. But like teams that don't have big men that can dominate the game, he needs to go and dominate the game. So then there's a mismatch there. Vooch was outstanding. Io was out. If Io was going to shoot the three like that this yeah. season, oh my that's right? a huge deal and for Vooch, the Bulls. When you run the offense through him, yeah, five assists last. Yeah, night. he yeah. was very very, very cool to see. I mean, it's just taking advantage of the mismatch. That's exactly right, Chris. They played a small lineup to the Celtics, so yeah. if he's the only giant out there, shouldn't he be able to cook? Should yeah. he be able yeah. to dominate inside and, and rebound the hell of the ball? Second chance opportunities. So it was just. That was wild swings in that game. Oh my god! So it's like the coach got the coach got uh, ejected. Williams got ejected in the game for well, the Celtics. Yeah, by the third quarter, the Celtics didn't want to be there. You could just That's tell true. they were. They done. just didn't want to be there. Second quarter, every time Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum went to the hole, they would get fouled or there would yeah. be a little contact, and they were complaining. They're walking up the court. You know, like it, that's one of those situations. It was nice to see early here in the season. The Bulls have already beaten two top teams from the East from last season. It's early, but it, it's nice yeah. to see. Well, now don't lose to the Wizards like you did last Friday night. Yeah, but right. like then you would really have Pacers. some momentum. You got to beat the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, beat the right. Pacers. They're it's a beatable team. <laughs> oh, but but right. this is a, this yeah. is a Bears Tuesday though. Oh, like, yeah. the, the Bulls game Victory was fantastic. Tuesday. This feels um, great. What did you guys think of Justin Fields yesterday? Ooh. Thought he was uh, twelve designed runs. Mm-hmm. Designed. That was awesome to watch. Yeah, I think that Getzy finally called a game plan for his players and not for his system. Agreed. Like, he actually called Great a game point. plan where he's like, oh, the offensive line is bad. Lucas Patrick's got a whatever he's got with his toe. He stubbed his pinky toe, and now he's out. And so you've got Mustafer, who is basically just not there at center. Even though, listen, I, I see his grades. I I know, and that's Highest why graded pe- pass that's protection why people, was Mustafer, and that's why people hate Pro Football Focus because you watch the game and you're like, this guy sucks. And then Pro <laughs> Football Focus is like he was the best pass blocker out there. It's like the nerd nah. stats suggest that on had, pass blocking plays, yeah. he's a fantastic it's blocker. Fine. Everything that you have been talking about and we've been talking about you got to roll him out you got to roll him to the right roll him to the left use play action set up use three tight ends set up play action which exactly what they did it all worked yesterday and it's like oh keep just keep doing this this works Mm -hmm. this is what we've been talking about for months you have to scheme away from the bad offensive line they did that you have to use design runs they did that you have to get the tight end involved cole Komet had a great game like this his, is his blocking was incredible. Absolutely. Did you see the block by blasting game on the Montgomery touchdown hoodie? And yeah. I were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're Money's celebrating the end zone, and he's still blocking yeah. the guy that he yeah. pancaked him. Yeah. I like their the design rollout where Fields went to his left. I think he found Pettis for like twelve yards or something. The pass wasn't very long, but it had a design where Komet came back to be a protector in the in the or it was uh, Mooney. Mooney went to the left, mm-hmm. but as Fields rolled out, Komet was waiting. There was no one there to block, but it was schemed. Personal then, protector. Like I, that was nice to see. Is finally the the Bears weren't throwing Justin Fields out there to say fend for yourself so type of thing. Last night on TV, we ran still shots. We can't run video. We ran still shots of the Packers game where the Bears had the ball inside the one. Yeah, they're in shotgun spread formation. They get stuffed. Last night, 
Riley Reef, extra offensive lineman, mm-hmm. two tight ends, and blasting game. Bam! You're in the end zone. Yeah. Well, and it also, like, put a little hair on your chest there. On, on, on the left side of the line, they were mauling. It, how many mm-hmm. times in a row did they go to the left side behind Jones and Schofield there yep. at the end of the game in the fourth quarter? Like, that's that's some real man football there. Well, like, like that's some hat, good baby. old-fashioned football that we could all be proud about. Yes. What's good, too, is you saw play development throughout the series. What I'm talking when they brought out the the extra linemen and they were running two tight ends with the extra linemen and they were just running it and running it. You could just tell they were setting up play action. They did. Middle of the field's wide open. He goes for 15 yards right there. It was a perfect play, but everything kind of makes sense now. You're running this play to set up the next play, to set up the next play. And that's what we haven't seen. The game plan worked. Yeah. That's what we haven't seen. And also, credit to this defense. Yesterday, when Chris and I were in here, I was telling him that, listen, you got to have somewhat of a lead in the first half. Try to get a lead in the first half because this defense is second best in DVOA in the second half. I saw that on Twitter. Top five defense, top two defense in yeah. the second half. They've only allowed they've allowed just under six points per game in the second half. This defense is out here playing. They're the third uh, team in points given up in the second half this season. That's only behind, crazy. I think, Cincinnati and Denver are the, are the other two. But I mean, or Buffalo, Buffalo and Cincinnati are one two, and then it's Chicago. So in the second half of games, they adjust and then they lock down quick, defensively. Quick turnaround. Now you get Dallas, you get Micah Parsons, and all those other. Yeah, that's going to be twentieth against the run. The Cowboys are so even though they have very good pass rushers, if the offensive line could show up like they did last night, this is another situation that the Bears are not likely to win. But they could hang and get like yeah. here's the format, right? It's the blueprint is there for the Bears. Run the football, allow fields to be protected to make a couple of throws, and then the defense in the second half keep it close. Didn't we say six fumbles in the game last night? The Bears got every one or oh, went luck. out of bounds. See, that's not how he's going to have That's straight luck. Justin Fields yeah, has correct. had. 10 fumbles and recovered all but one of them this Brutal. year. Like, that's Brutal. a problem because... Eventually that turns. That's going to run out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You eventually regress back to the mean, and you're going to lose fumbles that way. Now, some of it was the ball being wet yesterday. I get that. But at the same time, like, you can't keep fumbling the ball, especially on punt returns, too. Like, you can't keep having that happen. Well, it's tough and, when you're, where you knee it out of your hand. And what, what are we going to do with this? What are they doing with Vils <laughs> Jones Troy, Troy Aikman had no response to that. He just started laughing. Oh. Did Vils play yesterday? Vils Jones? Yeah, was he? Yeah, he, he was. 13 plays. Yeah. Okay, did Zero targets. Did he touch yeah. the ball? Yeah. He did, he did not. Did, no. he, did he put his hands on the no. football yesterday? No, he didn't. No. Okay, cool. But the Bears were better for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then when Pettis fumbled the punt, he actually scooped up. I'm like, That's oh, right. God, here we go again. <laughs> All right, I got to go record. You guys have a Just great right day. Now. What do you got to record? Do it right now. Three, two, no, one. Three, two, totally one. Cornhide. Coming up Three, tomorrow two, on. <laughs> you guys have a great day. <laughs> Bye, Cap. Hey, thanks, Cap. Thank Good you. Good to see you. Thank you. Love, Love you. you. Love you. Appreciate Bye, you. See you tomorrow. Bye, Jonathan. Yeah, man. We got two your, your partner's heading out. Do you want? Do you want us to go to break early? Or do you want to head out too? You want to hang out with us? What, you got anything you need to do? What's going on? It's a Bears Tuesday. We're just here for fun. We're in for greenie. We're we're hanging out. You look thrilled with the situation taking place right now. So it just as, we're as trying Cap to develop leads. something here. Like whenever Greeny's out, like you're not going to get you know fun on. You're going to get us. You're going to get Chris go. Black and. And we're trying to develop and like build something, right? It's okay. Don't worry. I mean, we, we got this. It's the three of us. Chicago's college tailgate here on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Just do our night shows. I'm we'll just, we'll just do I the mean, shows where we used to produce you at night. I mean, uh, Twitch chat wants to know: Is that just... Cap's mic cover? Did he leave it? No, he, I don't think he has. Oh, he uses a, a communal, yeah. communal one. Okay. All right.
Just the, the this Twitters is Waddle, to this know. has Waddle's name on it. I didn't put mine on yet. Okay. I'll wait and put it on over there. Jonathan, your thoughts? He hates you guys so much. <laughs> so much. You don't have to tell us anything we don't know. I mean. Uh, <laughs> the worst part of his day. Look at Charlie. Charlie just folds up like an accordion. He just had, he's had enough. He, um, I was just going to ask before my partner left. He mm-hmm. says, see you tomorrow. Okay, I'm on vacation tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah? You got a few days so, off? So, so, nonetheless. That's nice. Whatever. That's awesome. Uh, I was going to ask, is there early line on the Bears game? Oh, yeah. So it opened at 10. <laughs> yes. But then they obviously pulled uh, the line after when the game started, just in case of injuries and whatnot. And I will tell you what the line is here <laughs> in one second. Let me pull up my... Uh, so it only got it down half a point. So they, 10, 10, 10? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half now. Yeah, so it went down That's half a, a point. a lot of points, man. Bears? It's a lot of points in the NFL. <laughs> well, the juice is on the Cowboys. It's minus 115 for the Cowboys right now. Um, yeah, I mean, look, so we, we have talked about this a bunch with Matt Nagy, right? Yes. When Matt Nagy was here, if they were a touchdown or more underdog, Matt Nagy was over. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew you were walking into a blowout every time. So far, Eberflus, 2-1. and 2-1 hmm. and one as a touchdown or more underdog. The only one that, was that they didn't cover was the Packers game. Hmm. I wanted to trend your friend in that spot. I'm, it sounds like a layoff to me because it's yeah. a prove it well, for it, me. Here's my standard philosophy. If I see points above eight, I'm usually taking the underdog. Yeah. Just on the concept that most of the NFL is about the same. I think the Cowboys are above average, though. Uh, but I think for what we saw last night, the Bears do have an opportunity to keep games close with the defense in the second half and the run game. As long as Fields doesn't completely melt down, I I know it's early in the week, it's Tuesday, but chances are if this hangs around nine and a half, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. betting the Bears on Sunday. The thing is, Jonathan, when the, the Bears have been, besides the Packers game, yeah. they've had an opportunity at the end of the game to win or tie. Correct. Every single game. Yep. I mean, obviously they've won. They've won yesterday. Mm-hmm. They lost to the. But if they if that touchdown is properly reviewed against the Packers, mm-hmm. they might cover that game. They're more in that game than before, and so I'm probably going to take the Bears in that situation. Right. Just because it, that's the trend is at the end of the game, this team keeps a close. Look at that second half defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're and the Cowboys defense is great too. But if you've got a team that is only allowing under six points per game. In the second half. Right. And you make the proper adjustment. That's all I've ever wanted from this Bears team the past few years is make the halftime adjustments. We see it on the red zone at the witching hour in the red yeah. zone. It's great. Teams it's come back. Teams are down, you know, 20, or three, four, uh, two, three touchdowns. They come back. They find a way to come back at the end. And at the end of the game, you've got three or four games that are one score games and trying to fight for position. And that's what I've seen from the Bears so far. Yeah. I, I would probably wait. I'll look at the first half, second half, because if the trend is the that the Bears really tighten up defensively in the second half, which has been the case, mm-hmm. I might look at it from that standpoint. But I, um, I'm i just happy. It's just good to have a a happy Bears review show yeah, to can, do. Can oh, we yeah. Also, can we put God the, almighty. Can we put the Fields isn't the guy to bed now? Like, he well, might not be. No, no, no. He might not be. Right. But at least for this year. He's getting the full shot this year, and he's going to get the full shot next year. Sure. I'm not saying he's the guy yet, but that's why they stuck with him. Well, who, who, who said who's, that who? he wasn't going to get the full shot this year? Well, who's, I mean, listen. Well, people, well, hold on a second. Who's more the guy, Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Fields. Okay. Right. 100%. I mean, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. That whole situation uh, 
coming out of New England is crazy. The fact that they're talking to players after the game and offensive players on the record said they didn't know that Bailey Zappi was going to play. That is... even, though, even though Belichick clearly told uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman that yeah. they were going to split time, and then he told uh, reporters before the game, so then Schefter headed out there that they were going to split time, but none of the players in the locker room knew that? What, what is going on there? Listen, I love Mac Jones, Roll Tide, but when you have a Heisman-winning wide receiver... You have the best offensive line in college football, which he had when he was there. Well, he's a you game manager. Mechie, you have, yeah. I mean, look, he's not. I don't. I, now he's a game manager. But when you have the best <laughs> offensive scheme and you're putting up, you're the number one offense in the country. Hey, look, he's very accurate. I'll give him that. I'm wa- I'm watching Zappy out there, and I'm like, is it Saturday at 9:30 on CBS Sportsnet? Yeah, it is. Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers, baby. Am I chasing watching the late night CBS game? Hilltoppers with Houston Nut in the uh, in the studio. <laughs> well, Pardon the expression. That's the problem. That's why we talked about Cooper Rush and everything. Eventually, the backup looks like the backup again. Like event- yeah. and in the second oh. half of that game, yeah. he looked like the backup. They both did. They both looked like backups. I mean, Belichick caving to the pressure of the chance of Zappy. You could hear the chance. That's not the Belichick I know. I don't know what that is. The Bears score, and in the background, you hear Zappy, Zappy. Are you kidding me, man? You guys have a great show. That's why Boston fans you have are the a good worst. Vacation, sir. You have a good show. All right, you guys so anyway, you got time off. You going anywhere? the rest of the week? Yeah. All right, fantastic. Enjoy. Yep. We'll talk to you next week. Sure am. All right, have fun there. Yep. There? There's, no, I no, understand. No, no. Have fun there. Wherever you're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. have fun there. See, Black and I... I, I know the deal. Black yeah. knows the deal. Yeah. Like, you just don't... No, you don't. Welcome uh-uh. back. Thank you. Love you. Jonathan's at this hotel in this city. <laughs> Room number... Enjoying his Room vacation. Room number 1302. Enjoy, pal. <laughs> He's have a great time, pal. Jonathan's at this hotel in this city. <laughs> He's enjoying the La Quinta Inn. And <laughs> Room 1527. Call him up. <laughs> exactly. He'll be at Here's the pool the number. at 11 o'clock. Room <laughs> 301. There. Room 301. Jonathan is staying... No, please. He's at the Hyatt Ziva in Los Cabos. <laughs> Check him out there. He'll be at the beach doing the uh, the, the volleyball session. Yes. <laughs> when I return, I will tell all the stories. But right now, I'd like to just be able to enjoy before people start calling room 305. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Have a great show. <laughs> Have a good vacation. We're uh, we're in for Greeny today. Black and Abdallah, we're talking Bears football with you. Join us. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. This is, this is, this is Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdallah. We're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We're talking Bears football with you at 312-332-3776. The Bears beat the Patriots 33-14 last night. The Bears are 3-4 and four on the season. They're tied for second place in the NFC North. And Abdallah, Bears football is where we have to start. One place to start mm. here on Greeny. Here we go! Go, go! Only one place to start. So last night, the Bears were fantastic, right? They get out to that 10-0 lead. 
And then a little Bailey Zappi joins the action, right? And everyone in Boston's going nuts. But Justin Fields and the Bears offensively looked very good throughout the evening. Justin Fields last night, 13 for 21, 171, uh, 79 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was sacked four times. The key, though, to the offense, the run game. 243 combined yards on the ground for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields had 82 of them on 14 carries and one touchdown. A Bears win, a surprising Bears win over the Patriots last night on Monday Night Football. Well, going into last night, you know, we mentioned a couple things, Chris, and saying that, hey, you have to run the ball. This team, this Patriots defense is 26th against the run. They're 6th against the pass. So don't be surprised if Justin Fields struggles and you see another Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery type of game, which Khalil Herbert might be better right now. Um, Just saying. I mean, is he not? Doesn't matter. They're running backs. Yeah, they're running. Well, I mean, they're here for a moment, and then they're on to the next. You've made that decision a lot easier. at the end of the year. Yeah, and then you draft someone next year, and you just keep rotating in and out. Montgomery will make a fine eagle. That's Uh, how it works. So, so going into this game, I expected Justin Fields to struggle, and this to be a low-scoring game, just based on how good the Patriots' defense was against the pass. And then we also discussed another thing, saying, well, if you get in the red zone, the Patriots, more often than not, will let you score because their red zone defense is also lacking, which they did. You had, you know, one, two, three touchdowns. They didn't, they could have, they could have scored at the end. They could have, but you know, respect your opponent and all that good stuff. Uh, so they didn't. I would have loved it if they would have punched that one in too. Um, but a great game all around for this offense and this defense. It looked like <laughs> the play calling from Luke Getze had flow to it for once this season. And you were calling plays for your players and not because you think this is what is best for your football team and what you think is going to work. When they came in this season, this offseason, Getsy talked about how they were going to build this offense around Justin Fields. And for the first time this year, it looked like that's what they actually did. The 10-day 10 days off during this mini buy or whatever helped this team out tremendously because they were able to rotate their offensive line for a little bit. Lucas Patrick goes out with the injured toe and who knows how long that's going to be. Uh, Matt Eberflus will talk a little bit later today. He might offer more or not uh, on that. And so because of that, Mustafer comes back in, but you saw him rolling out a bunch. You saw designed runs. You saw everything that made this offense. You saw two tight end sets. You saw so many things. All of us Bears fans have been clamoring for this season, and it looks like that self-evaluation actually worked out and resulted in a huge win. And, you know, the broadcast yesterday was saying this could alter the path of this regime, and it could. Look, they could go out and get (laughs) blown out by— Giving you the hard sell last night. I mean, look, they could go out and, and get rolled by the Cowboys yeah. on Sunday. Every time he said that, I kept thinking to myself, what if they lose the next four games? They, like, it doesn't change anything. But what you've seen is, look, this is, a, this is the best head coach in the NFL. This is one of the most professionally run organizations in the NFL. This is one of the best defenses in the NFL. And you stopped them. You stopped them. Besides two magical Bailey Zappi touchdowns, you stopped them. And you scored on them. And you moved the ball at will. And you looked good doing it. And your defense played out of their minds. And so to me, it does, it can signal a franchise-altering game because you see the flashes now. And the flashes are paying off from all of your rookies. All the rookies, Vilas Jones was not, he was out there for a little bit, didn't really touch the ball. Yeah, don't say all the rookies. Yeah, besides him. But you got three of them out there making making impact plays. 
Gordon. Jones. Jones. I mean, Fields was out there. I mean, I know he's not a rookie, but, but this is his first year in this system. Well, Braxton Jones led the way in the fourth quarter as your left tackle. Absolutely. In, in the run block game, the left side of that offensive line was mauling in the fourth quarter. So we've talked about it before. You've come in here and said this was a bad game for Ryan Poles. Yesterday was a great game for Ryan Poles. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think to go with the conversation as one place to start, Black M. Doll, we're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000. We're live in Chicago talking to you, Bears football, right here on ESPN 1000. I'd say this. The one thing that we kept pointing to after the Giants game, they lose that game 20-12. to 12. The Vikings game, you lose that game 29-22. to 22. The Commanders, 12-7. to 7. Three tough losses, right? But in the fourth quarter, you had a chance to win all three of those games. Mm-hmm. And and they, they were not good enough to get it done. But I think what we were pointing to is there is absolute progress with this team. And it doesn't seem like they're that far off. Now they're sitting at three and four. Yeah, you're not going to make the playoffs. That's likely not going to be the case. But you're also not the worst team in the National Football League. And it seems as if Ryan Poles has some foundational pieces that are coming together slowly here but now it's trying to figure out how to win in fourth quarters it was nice last night to see a game not be decided in the final four minutes of the contest Mm -hmm. it was really nice to see it was refreshing last night as a bears fan Oh, it was so much fun to just know that all right the bears are gonna like it you had when they were up 10 nothing you're like okay maybe like this is and then zappy comes in scores two quick touchdowns you're like okay maybe not (laughs) but then in the second half just the domination of the defense with the turnovers. And look, Fields has got to hold on to the football a lot better. Having 10 fumbles and rec- or 10 fumbles and losing only one of them is amazing luck. Uh, but at the same time, you, you're thankful for that luck and you take advantage of it. And then you run better plays and you have them in situations where you can take advantage of those situations. And I think the Bears did just that. Here's the question. Was this the progress you were waiting to see from your quarterback, Justin Fields? Like, is this, was that the game? And now you're sold. Now you know that this team is on the right path. The quarterback is on the right path. 312-332-3776. Was this the progress that you needed to see from Justin, Justin Fields? We'll talk about it next. Black and on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. When you're at home, don't miss Black and Abdallah. I got stories that'll raise the hair in your head. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Rather looking forward to it. Black and Abdallah. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Talking Bears, Matt, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Matt. What's up, Matt? Hello, how we doing? We're, we're good, man. We're what do you think? Great. Um, you know, I just want to say I think Justin Fields played amazing last night. I don't know if it might be a little too soon to start calling for, I don't know, a Lamar Jackson comparison. I think oh. he was running the ball and design runs very well. Um, and I think that he was finding the open receiver when he needed to, make great throws and great runs against a great defense. Also, David Montgomery, low-key, didn't catch a pass, but 62 yards on the on the ground and scored that game, you know, ending touchdown. Pretty good 
pretty good um, by the Bears offense last night, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for the phone call. If you want to join us, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Black and Abdallah in for Greeny, talking Bears with you. You and I have always been very high on Justin Fields coming out of college. Mm-hmm. We were very high on him. It was like Trevor Lawrence won, he was two, right? And so for me, yesterday, I'm not saying we're proved right that saying he can be the guy. He is the guy, but he can be the guy. That is why, you like, instead of just having the one or two flash plays a game, we were like, oh, that's why I keep going back to the golf course because I birdie one hole every, you know, three rounds or something like that, right? That's why I keep going. I have one really good long putt every once in a while, and that's why I keep coming out here. That was a complete game against a very good defense. And when you see stuff like that, you're like, okay, do that a few more times. Add some more talent around this guy next year with all the money you have and your full complement of draft picks. Get a real center. Get some good wide receivers. Get a better tight end. Like, that's when you see, okay, how much better can he be? And can he be like this on a consistent basis? Let me know if I'm crazy or not. When the Dante Pettis handoff play took place, and Pettis, like, he Mm -hmm. he gained 29 yards, and they went out of bounds. When you watch games on Sundays, you're watching Red Zone, you're watching all kinds of different games around the league. Those plays break for, like, touchdowns, Mm -hmm. 60-yarders. And, like, my first thought was, awesome, nice gain. Wow, the Bears really don't have a whole heck of a lot offensively as far as weapons go. If, If Pettis is, like, your best option on a sweep jet handoff like that. Am I crazy that that was no, the thought right. that I had with that other skill position players around the National Football League are breaking that play for a touchdown yeah. or getting 70, 60 yards on that? And Pettis is like, I've got my two two first downs, my my 20, my 20 and change, and I'm going to step out of bounds. Now, look, Mooney had a great catch on the sideline, too. That takes a yeah. lot of athleticism to get the feet down, to do everything like that. But there were a couple plays where he just didn't turn around. And Fields kind of missed through the ball, and you're like, okay, well, is that on Fields or is that? It was underthrown and all that kind of stuff. I get that, but Mooney didn't even turn around to look for the football, and a number one receiver has those instincts to do that. So I love Mooney. He's great, but he should not be your number one, and everyone can agree that he should not be your number one. So with a true number one, again, it's, it's progress. You look at that game and you say, hey, how much better can this team be with more talent, and to elevate this guy, and I think he now, instead of being like, I don't know, guys, like this might not work out. Now you see games like that, and you're like, okay, well, put together another one against the Cowboys. They're a very good defense. Compete more against the Vikings towards the end of the season. You've got tough games against the Eagles and the Bills. There are more chances for him to prove himself against good defenses this year. Jeff Naperville, Talking Bears with Black and Abdallah. What's up, Jeff? Black Abdallah, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? Hey, man, it's good to hear you guys in the afternoon again. I love that you're filling in for Greeny because, quite honestly, I don't want to hear about New York. I want to hear about the Bears. So That's why we're here, Jeff. We're here to talk Bears with <laughs> Come you. Come on, Jeff. We got J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The S stands for soup. Ah, yeah, whatever. Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. I called you a couple weeks ago and talked about Fields and how he had to play a little bit more with instinct and get out of his own head. And that is what I saw yesterday. Justin Fields just playing football the way he knows how to play football. Some of the instincts that he had, that little, you know, pump fake sideward throw for the touchdown to Herbert was just amazing. The way he spins out of the pocket and gets those extra yards, I love it. Anyway, he played more like a quarterback yesterday with just instinct. He's not thinking about what he had to do or where he had to go. 
he just did it, and that that's what I love to see, and I want to see more of that. Good call, Jeff. Thanks for calling. Brandon in Mount Greenwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? I just wanted to touch base real quick on the uh, whole Justin Fields thing. I, I, you know, everyone's skeptical about him, saying that they, uh, you know, they don't think he's good for this year. But I don't know, man. I think he's a great quarterback. We have so much cap space freed up that next year, I believe that if we can get some weapons surrounding him, do a little more work to our offensive line, I think we got our guy. All right, Brandon, we got you um, down. And def- yeah, go ahead. I definitely want to see some more work out of Cole Komet, man. I, I really yeah. was expecting a lot more out of him this year. I'm not too sure what's happening as far as that goes. Um, I don't know if he's not being targeted enough or if they're just breaking down on him every play, but uh, I definitely want to see him get, get the ball to Komet more. All right, we got you down, Brandon. To break down the targets, so Donald Mooney was targeted six times. He had three receptions for 53 yards. Uh, St. Brown targeted seven times. He had four receptions for 48 Cole Komet was third on the team with three targets, two receptions for 32 yards, that one big catch on the sideline, which he, he clearly thought he landed out of bounds. Yeah. Uh, like Troy and, and uh, Joe in the broadcast were like, did he think he didn't catch it? it clear, he clearly caught he it. Caught he thought it. he landed out of bounds. But when though. you land was, on your thigh yeah. and like your butt, you're like, you don't know exactly where right. you landed. It was smart for him to get up and be like, all right, guys, let's go because I don't know. It was a, it was a heads up play. Mm-hmm. He took the ball to uh, midfield. Uh, to get the the judge to the referee to place it so yeah. they could snap it quickly. It was a smart play Worst by Kamai. scenario, play. you get you get the Patriots to either burn a timeout or use a challenge on that play to get an extra look at it. And I, to his comment about Justin Fields, there are still some things he needs to work on. Obviously, it wasn't oh. a perfect game. He'd had some sacks where he could have gotten the ball out quicker and and just thrown the ball away instead of taking the sack and losing ten yards at a time. And also. Holding on to the damn oh. football. Like, that's going to be a problem. You have to. I know it was raining. I get it. Slick balls. I get it. Phrasing. Uh, but you have to hold on to it. And Promo you have, code ESPN, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. But you have to hold on to the football. You can't, because you will regress back to the mean. It happens. Turnover reg- regression is real. Yeah, it so is. You, yes, you can fall on the ball all you want to. But sometimes maybe that ball pops out because it's wet. And then you have someone else jumps on it. Like, you will regret. You have to find ways to hold on to the football better. Except if you're the Saints, uh, the the turnover regression is yeah. why I bet on the Saints against the Cardinals this week. Yeah, uh, because the Saints lead the league with most turnovers. I'm like, all right, everything. All their other stats look pretty decent. Mm-hmm. They should be able to upset the Cardinals nope. uh, on the road. I'm going to play the the underdog in this situation. Uh, no, a Dalton with all of the turnovers yep. for the Saints. So, but you're right for a quarterback like Justin Fields. At some point, those sloppy turnover those sloppy fumbles are going to turn into mm-hmm. a turnover and a loss of possession that'll be a problem jason crown point you're on espn 1000 hey fellas that game was my blue chew and it's gonna last all week <laughs> promo code espn there you go um hey it was a complete game from the coaching standpoint from the defense from our skilled players and from justin and the best part of it to me was to see justin go through his progressions, not panic and run, and, and and make good decisions, not every time, but more times than not, which gives us all hope. You know, I'm in the camp that this is a practice here and, and that we just need to develop him. And, man, we saw something last night that was special. Thanks for the call, Jason. No, Jason and the thing that I would say with that is I get that the idea of the end record doesn't really matter for this season. First-year head coach, first-year GM, developing quarterback. 
but you've been in games where you could have won the game. So, mm-hmm. like, with that said, you can say it doesn't matter. It kind of does matter. You know why? Because that final play against the Commanders, that was, that was upsetting. The fact that you didn't score that touchdown at the end. That's an extra win. You could be sitting at 500 today. Oh, yeah. You could be in the conversation to be a, a, a spunky, uh, young, up-and-coming playoff team. Like, You're in like the, the Giants and the Jets to this point in the season. You know, like, that's where you could say it doesn't matter, but you had opportunities in the last four games to win the game in the fourth quarter. You, that's progress. You can't tell dudes to lose football games. You're not going to tank, right? And so playing for a draft pick, to me, doesn't really factor in because I, I do believe that there's something to the morale of, of a young team. And teams need to find ways to, young teams need to find ways to win, right? So all the comments from Fields a couple weeks ago about how he's sick of being told that they're almost there and they're almost there and he's getting tired of it and he just wants to be there. Yesterday was an example of being there. And it means a lot to these young guys to, you know, to, um, to Brisker and to Gordon and to Fields himself and to all these young guys that we, Khalil Herbert, that we think are going to be on this team. To even, I know Roquan's not signed after this year, but to, even to him, if he's going to be a part of this team moving forward. All these young players that we expect to be around here for a while, Tevin Jenkins included, like the, winning matters because you can't just be, it's the NFL. You can go from a seven win team that doesn't make the playoffs to a 12 win team that doesn't make, that does make the playoffs in a year. Like, we've seen it. You just add, you have $100 million in cap space. You have all your draft picks. Add the talent. You can be there. It's, it's much, you don't want to be the Lions, and you don't want to be the Texans. I'd much rather be a team that has seven wins, eight wins, misses the playoffs, and then you grow on that next year. Oh, no. Do you see uh, line two there, Abdel? Line two? Oh, hmm. no. Now, Justin Fields was on the Microsoft Surface. Uh, if you don't listen to the show, uh, some think it's an iPad. And uh, it's it's a discussion that uh, Justin Fields does not pay enough attention on the sidelines to the device, the tablet device. He looked like me in bed last night. I'm in bed. Well, I've got the <laughs> just screen swiping, up. Just swiping. Scrolling and like, swiping. No, more scrolling TikToks, and swiping. More TikToks. More TikToks. We'll take your calls on the Bears. And uh, who's that mysterious caller on line two coming up next? You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah, ESPN 1000, and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, brought to you this week by FanDuel Sportsbook. Get $150 in free bets when you make your first $5 bet. Just use promo code Abdallah. That's A-B-D-A-L-L-A. Thanks for watching and interacting there. Sorry. I was just thanking the people. Yeah, well, that's nice of you. I was just thanking them before you... I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. We we have uh, Eddie on the north side. Oh, that's who's online, too. Eddie, did you see uh, Justin Fields on the tablet on the sideline last night? Hello? Hello? (laughs) Hey, hey guys. I'm sorry. I just got back in the van. Uh... This thing about the Patriots the having such a great defense, where is that? Hold on, Eddie. Hold on. Stop. Eddie, stop. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Did you see Fields with the tablet on the sideline? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I did, did, did you watch of the game? Of course you didn't. But, yeah, of course I watched the game, and everybody's saying that it was a spectacular game. I don't think 176 <laughs> yards and a touchdown and an interception is that well of a game to me. Well, the ball with the interception was tipped. So, you and, know. And 
I believe it was more the of tip. the Patriots losing the game than the Bears winning the game. Oh, get out of here, Eddie. <laughs> get out of here, Eddie. Remember who should have started that quarterback for the Patriots? <laughs> Zappy. Yeah, how that how that, that end for you? Yeah, that how's that? After, how's your after? Zappy after his two today. touchdowns? What does Zappy do after that? Yeah, I know, but you know, mm. if he started the game, it'll probably been much much different. I, I truly believe that. Eddie, are you being and honest? The, you really didn't see Justin Fields with a Microsoft Surface tablet on the sideline twice. No, I didn't. I was just probably bouncing around, you know, in the house and everything, going from here to there, cooking food and everything. But well, um, what you? It was cook? at like ten o'clock. What'd you cook? Guys, can we ever no, imagine what, this what did you cook? Where? Wait, what? What did you cook? Oh, what are you making? What is what is an Eddie on the North Side eating for dinner? We had steak tacos. Ooh, nice! Uh, That's I, a nice I, option. I always use the outer skirt steak, which is the more expensive one. Of course, it's the best one. Cut on the angle. Um, what? Cut on the angle for the skirt steak. Just, just the outer thing. I, I think Oop. from a meat company, they prepack it. Well, I'm glad you got the meat from a meat company. Thing. That's not. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you can think. Eddie, I don't know how you can think a team that scores thirty three points offensively. They had more than their their average at halftime of yesterday's game, and you're like, nah, not great, nah, not good, not no for good. me, not, not for good. me. But how is people saying that? The, uh, I'm just about uh, five minutes ago what? that the Patriots they played against a great defensive team. Where, where does great defense come from? The Patriots look at their games. Abdal, okay, you said it. I did say Back up your statement. Okay, I'll back up Give my statement. Stat. Their overall yeah. defensive DVOA is seventh. Ooh. They're sixth against the pass. So they're top ten Advanced overall. Analytics. And they're sixth against the pass, which Justin Fields well, had success. And they then they're 26th against the run. Take that. Look how many points they gave up each game. Well, they give up points. So what? <laughs> it's kind of well, the that's what I bring point of the game. From, don't you? No, I rate it on statistics and how you do and, and and all of that. But I'll say, okay, fine. How many points do they give up for game per game? Well, I, I know they gave up what twenty five to one team, thirty three. to They give up twenty one points a game to another team. They give up the twenty one points a game, Eddie. Twenty one points a game. That's it. Yeah, you think that's a great defense? That's a pretty good defense in today's NFL. Well, today's NFL, like I said, three. Preseason has to be the regular preseason where the actual starters are playing because this is crap right now. How, how can we imagine so many teams? They're 14th I mean, in uh, points per game allowed this year. 14th in points Tampa, per game allowed this year. But Tampa Bay giving 13 and a half points, leaving uh, losing outright. Uh, the Patriots giving eight and a half points, losing outright. But who are we how talking? Many games what? do we have this uh, this week of that? Is that tells you the state of the NFL? Of how bad it is right now. Eddie, on the steak tacos, what'd you put on top? Uh, I just chop up cilantro, onion, Ooh. and uh, some hot sauce and some uh, chihuahua cheese, and that's it. And sometimes I <laughs> use the farmer Mexican cheese. Right? What kind of chihuahua do you get your cheese from? <laughs> All right, thank you, Eddie. We'll talk to you later. We are the dog show of record here we at the station. We are the dog show here on ESPN 1000. I mean. Oh, what kind of chihuahua? Do you think he milks a chihuahua? Is it like chihuahua milk cheese? Does he got a little chihuahua and he's milking it? Dog, dog show. Dog show. Dog show. Little dogs. Bossy dogs. Bossy dogs and quiet dogs. Dog show. 
Will in Melrose Park here on ESPN 1000. <laughs> Hello, Will. Hi, Will. Hello. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Thanks for What's making up? it. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I've been a believer in field since he was drafted. I think the skill set's there. But these intangibles that he has, I don't hear people speak on him much. You know, I'll never forget when he was drafted. And he's the first-round draft pick, and he is uh, – He's like looks upset, you know, so he's just got that chip on his shoulder um, and that's stuff you can't teach. And I think that, uh, you know, that's a big reason I'm, I'm totally sold on him. You know, you had Montgomery in the post game. What was that two weeks ago saying, hey, if this guy's calm in tense moments, we have no choice but to be calm. Um, and then just, you know, how he handles himself post game interviews. He's not a big social media guy. Um, you know, in football, I think that these are, uh, you know, really important uh, leadership qualities. You know, you're going to have to have uh, – guys believing in you if uh they're going to battle with you so i believe you know these are some of these intangibles that he's showing at a young age are um reasons to believe that he's going to take us all the way um in the next couple of years here thanks for the call will and, and the thing that will brings up is why we liked justin fields the prospect mm-hmm. heading from high school to college and then also from college to the nfl the the moxie uh, the fact that he's been there before, the, the lights are never too bright for him. He's played on the biggest stages in high school and in college. And, and he has he looks like the type of guy that wants to be great. And that's something that we appreciate. Yeah, you put up six touchdowns against Clemson. They had a great defense that year. You go toe-to-toe with Alabama until like the second half when Alabama kind of ran away with it. Like We've seen him be able to do this, and it's good to finally see a system put in place that uses those strengths. Milking a chihuahua? Is, is, that, is that what Eddie do is little, doing? There? You're watching on Twitch. Is that, is that by, why he didn't see Justin Fields on the tablet? Twitch brought to you by FanDuel. You're just sitting there, you know, you're just milking you get the it. little, you're just milking a little chihuahua. All right, Black and Abdallah, we'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.